Welcome to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast, the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers. Each week, we discuss the latest research, interviews with experts, and how laser therapy can enhance your practice. Now, here is the founder of LTI and your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. All right, welcome back to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I say weekly podcast, but we've had a significant break in content production, and I will tell you why that is here in just a moment. But I do apologize, first of all, for dropping off the radar the way that I did. The reason that that happened is why I'm doing the podcast that I'm doing today. Now, I've been thinking about this for a while and putting this together, putting together the materials for this for quite a while because this is an important topic. But now I've got a pretty personal connection that I want to talk to you about this. We need a wake-up call on healthcare here in the United States in particular. Worldwide, yes, but here in the United States in particular. And everything I'm going to talk to you about today feeds into why you should care about this stuff. Now, I know we're probably all tired of talking and hearing about COVID. We're tired of it all. At least I am. Uh, tired of the, the vaccines. Tired of the disease. Tired of being told what to do and what not to do. But we need to learn some lessons from this past year or all the discomfort and the death and the misery that we have gone through is worth nothing. And it's going to happen again. We will end up with some other epidemic or pandemic again. It could be a month from now. It could be 10 years from now. But if we don't learn from this situation that we've gone through, we'll be caught with our pants down again, and it's a bad scenario. We need to be more prepared as healthcare providers to handle this. We need to take the scientific data that's been generated from this pandemic and our responses to it. We need to learn from it. We need to move forward so that when this does occur again, we respond to it better than we did this this time around. So let me give you my, my personal story real quick, and then we'll move into what I really want to talk to you about. So at the end of March, right there at the beginning of April, I had my second dose of the COVID vaccine, and I everything was fine with that first dose, fine with the second dose. But about a week later, I started noticing I was a lot more fatigued than usual. Within another week or two, I realized this fatigue problem was getting worse and worse. And with, by the time another week went by, not only was I having significant fatigue and couldn't come to work, I was having muscular weakness as well. I wasn't able to stand for very long um, without my legs feeling like they were going to give out from under me. And this is really, really unusual for me. I typically work uh, six days a week or so. Um, and I will usually sleep five to six hours, usually work out three to four days a week. Um, and I'm what I would say is a pretty productive person. I was now spending almost all day in bed, and what little bit I could get up, I could barely make it through a shower. This was kind of disturbing, I would say. Um, and so I ended up getting some blood work done, came back completely negative. All I know is that I was really not doing well. I was not improving. I was maybe even getting worse. So once the blood work did come back all clear, I realized it must be the only real thing that could be going on here is a post-vaccination response. Now, please don't take anything that I say today as a recommendation for or against vaccination. All right, that is up to you. That is your patient's decision. You can help guide them uh, you know, by saying what you think. If you, if you want to do that, that's on you. 
I simply want to give you my personal uh, experience that I've had here and then tell you why it should matter to you and your patients, along with a lot of other information that I've been compiling. Now, I, I got to the point where I knew it had to be a vaccine response. I knew there was really nothing that could be done for that. I could just hold my breath and hope that I would get better. I could maybe get a prescription to make me less anxious, even though I wasn't really dealing with any anxiety at that point. Or I could do laser. Now, LTI protocols and uh, laser settings that we, we can use can have a systemic effect when used a certain way. That's what I started with. From that day, I started getting better. Now, even today, I'm still dealing with a little bit of residual fatigue. However, I'm back to being productive. I'm working much more normally. I'm on my way up and out of this thing now. And this is not a standalone story. This is just my personal story. I've had several patients that have experienced something very similar or worse. And I think that I'm going to be seeing more of them. And I think you may be seeing this, this particular condition in your clinic as well. Now, essentially, when we talk about what you're going to be seeing, there are three different classes of people that you will see in practice. You've got those who have had COVID, those who have gotten the vaccine, and those who have not gotten the vaccine, the vaccine refusers, and have not gotten COVID at this point either. And some people who have had COVID and refused the vaccine, but either way, they've had that exposure. So we'll put them in the, in the group of, uh, of, of at least you know, those who have had COVID but not vaccinations. Those three different groups of people are going to have different challenges. Those who have had COVID have a 10% chance of struggling with long COVID, according to an April 28th Kaiser Health News article. 10%. 10% is a large number. That's a lot of people that are going to be dealing with long-term effects. What are those long-term effects? Well, there's a lot. Pain, depression, fatigue, shortness of breath, anxiety, memory problems, muscle and bone pain. A lot of problems that can go on for months and months after you've had COVID. There's some information that says that this can even occur after the vaccination. It appears to be less frequent, but it still can occur. That's what I dealt with, I'm pretty sure. And that's what some of my other patients have dealt with also, in addition to those who have had COVID and are still struggling with the after effects of it. So what does that mean for you and your practice? That means you're going to see some people who have this long-haul COVID issue. They can't get over it. What can you do for them? Well, let's not go down the pathway that even this Kaiser Health News article is talking about being a problem. The title of this article is Doctors More Likely to Prescribe Opioids to COVID Long Haulers Raising Addiction Fears. They say that more than 88,000 Americans died from overdoses during the 12 months ending in August 2020, according to the CDC. They say doctors should recognize that pain can be part of a long COVID process and that we need to find the proper non-narcotic treatment for it, just like we do with other forms of chronic pain. Now, can you believe this? This article goes on to say things like over-the-counter anti-inflammatories, antidepressants, and anti-seizure drugs that also relieve nerve pain. <laughs> We're going to go from opioids to other medications that have side effects and problems. I, I mean, I guess if you want to say that those are at least non-addictive, sure. But why don't we look at light therapy as a solution here? Since the beginning of 2020, we have had scientific studies published that light therapy can not only help prevent COVID, but can actually help the process resolve quicker and can help with these long-haul problems. 
I have so many studies, I'm not even going to give them all to you here uh, in audio form, but if you want to, you can go to the show notes and there will be links to these studies there. You can check it out. But we need to know what to do with these people who are either having COVID, are having long-term effects, or those who are refusing the vaccine and who may have COVID in the future. This is not gone. We have to realize that we're tired of dealing with it, but this is not over. We're going to have to deal with these long haulers. We're going to have to deal with people still getting COVID this time next year. That is a thing that we have to keep in mind as clinicians. So what do we do? And how do we take what we're learning now and apply this towards the next pandemic or epidemic or respiratory disease that might come around? Well, let's look at the research. January 2021 study says that photobiomodulation therapy is a safe and effective potential treatment for COVID-19 pneumonia and improves clinical status in COVID-19 pneumonia. Also in the study, they had no long-term sequela or symptoms at five months after the treatment, whereas in the control group, the four, there, there were 40% that experienced long-term effects. Study from 2020 says that the morbidity and mortality of COVID-19 are due to excessive inflammatory cytokine production and immune hyperactivity, and I would go as far as to say that that is likely tied into the long-haul symptoms that people are experiencing also. But that laser therapy, when combined with standard medical care, can optimize response to treatments, reduce inflammation, promote healing, and accelerate recovery times. Laser therapy attenuates the inflammatory cytokines and chemokines in the cytokine storm at multiple levels. And it promotes apoptosis of inflammatory cells and protects alveolar cells from damage. Study from November 2020. COVID-19 mortality is mainly because of cytokine storm in severe cases. Photobiomodulation has the potential to decrease the level of pro-inflammatory cytokines and balance the immune system response and decrease the impact of cytokine storm. They say that unlike corticosteroids, it does not cause delayed body response to virus elimination, secondary infection, or longer hospitalization period. Yeah, the idea that you're going to use corticosteroids to reduce inflammation, that makes sense on the surface, but then you're just demolishing the body's immune response. Laser therapy does not do that. Laser therapy helps balance that immune response, decrease the impact of cytokine storm, and does not end up with a delayed response to that virus elimination or any kind of secondary infections. Another study, 2021, says laser therapy is effective in preventing the development of endothelial dysfunction. It is a justified treatment method that promotes lung tissue regeneration and mitigates the consequences of the disease. The obtained results confirm that laser therapy can be used for the effective prevention and treatment of COVID-19 patients. These are all published studies. Why are you not reading about them in the media? Why is it all about medications and vaccinations? How much money do you think there is in laser therapy? Uh, I'll say that. Maybe that's a bit bold. But uh, it's a heck of a lot easier to make a bunch of money off of drugs than it is off of individually treating patients with laser. Even though... On the long term, we can be saving millions of dollars, potentially. Yes, we need more studies. Yes, we need more science. But these studies really do point to something important here, and that is the use of laser therapy in prevention and quicker recovery of people who are sick. This matters for you right now, for your people who are either dealing with these COVID long-haul effects or potentially side effects from vaccinations. 
or for those who are going to encounter COVID over the next year because they potentially are refusing vaccine, right? We're going to have those people in our practices, guaranteed. You've got them right now, even. COVID's not just gone. It's still here. It's still a problem. It will continue to be a problem that we'll have to deal with for a while. And if we continue to handle this ineptly, it's going to lead to more disability, more suffering, especially here in the United States. You know why? We have a huge rate of obesity here in the United States. And this study from 2020 says COVID-19 poses a higher risk of complications in obese patients due to low respiratory symptom compliance, increased inflammatory cytokines, and an activated immune system secondary to excess adiposity. But laser therapy has an anti-inflammatory effect on the lung, on cytokine storm, and acute respiratory distress syndrome. This is a big deal. We need to get our stuff straight now. Okay, last time this happened, 1918 Spanish flu killed a lot of people, and a lot of that was due to not handling that secondary pneumonia well. Well, we didn't have antibiotics to help at that point. We do now, but still, that is why most people have died from COVID-19, is that secondary pneumonia, which is brutal with this cytokine storm and the uh, increased inflammatory cascade that occurs. This is going to happen again right? We're still dealing with COVID-19 and the long hauls and the vaccine effects and the folks that are not getting vaccinated and are going to potentially contract this. This is still a problem. Don't go to sleep on this. You as a healthcare provider need to at least be informed. And if you have the tools in your clinic to be able to potentially help these people, at least with the long haul pain syndromes to keep them off of opioid medications to keep them from being an overdose statistic. By the way, the highest number of overdose deaths ever in the United States in that 12-month period from August of 2019 to August of 2020, 88,000, by far more than were killed in 20 years of the Vietnam War. You should be utilizing what you have in your clinic to help these people. We know that laser therapy is safe. We know it is effective. We know it can help with pain. We know from these studies that there's a potential for it to even help with reducing cytokine storm and inflammatory cascades, helping the lungs to recover. Now, you're going to have to work within your scope of practice, right? You can't be making claims. You can't be making crazy claims about things that we are still in the experimental area on. However, you should be using everything in your arsenal to help these people. You are going to be dealing with them. You're going to see them. They will be in your office. It will be happening for the next who knows how long. Year at least. And the next time that an epidemic or a pandemic comes along, which could be a month, could be a year, could be 20 years, we should be better prepared for what is going on. If you have more questions on this, please get a hold of me. And again, please don't take anything I'm saying today as being against or for vaccinations. I'm trying to simply pass on to you a little bit of the research that's been published over the last year and give you a little preview as to what's going to be happening over the next year, potentially, with COVID, those who have gotten the vaccine, and those who won't be getting the vaccine. We need to help these people. We need to be equipped to keep them off of opioid medications that are addictive and harmful and in many cases deadly. 
and we need to be ready for the next time around that this happens. Thanks for joining me again today. I apologize again for the gap. I will be back with you next week with more research. If you want to know more about what LTI can do to help you with your laser protocols and settings, you know how to get a hold of us. Email us, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you want to see the research that I'm referring back to for this episode, drop into the show notes. You'll find links there. Thanks very much. Have a great week. Subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy. Check out our patient-focused podcast, Healing at the Speed of Light, a great resource for your patients. For massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.